The ancient Chinese believed that the heart was the center of human cognition, and therefore the heart and the mind are one. Wellness Continuing offers spiritual tools and resources to elevate your heart-mind. At wellnesscontinuing.com, you'll find meditation music with binaural beats, a podcast all about consciousness in the afterlife, blog posts, and a new series called Dreamtime with Catherine Clairvoyant and much more. Sign up for the Wellness Continuing newsletter and stay updated about new offerings and resources. Visit wellnesscontinuing.com. Wellness Continuing. Elevate your heart-mind. Welcome to Life Continuing, conversations that explore consciousness, healing, and infinite existence. I'm Tanya Berg. Sophia Oni is a mezzo-soprano singer-songwriter for Mono Creek Sound and is a sacred seer and certified life coach for Oni's Vitality. She is a native of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, who has spent much of her life in Atlanta, Detroit, and the countryside of St. Elizabeth, Jamaica. As a dedicated scholar of music, the metaphysics and herbal medicine, Sophia incorporates those modalities into her music and empowerment practice. She embodies gratitude, divinity, and empathy for others in her daily life. Her goal is to use her music to inspire people to become in tune with their joy. Check out my conversation with Sophia, all about her spiritual insights, her music, and soulful offerings on her website, onisvitality.com. Sophia, welcome to the show. It's so amazing to have you here. Thank you, Tanya, for having me here. I'm so happy to be here. So grateful. You're a singer and a songwriter, and you're a life coach. But I know you as a sacred seer. So I, I got to know, how far does it go back? I mean, did you grow up with a spiritual upbringing? I grew up with a mix of both, predominantly religious, um, and ironically enough, it was to protect my soul, but the very things that I do now that are spiritual, that help people are making, they're telling me how, how it makes a difference. And it also makes a difference in my own life because I practice the same things also. Um, but I do, and I have noticed um, that my mother and my grandmother, they also have the gift as well. Um, and I've also heard stories too, now that I think about it, because um, I wasn't able to meet my great grandparents. But I've also heard stories about them having uh, dreams that would assist family members, warn them um, about things, or maybe like a new birth or you know things like that so today when I mention um, I had a dream about something or anything like that my I'll hear my mother and my grandmother say oh I dreamt about that too but here's what I saw and then I'll say well yeah you know you passed it down to me and now I'm able to you know use it in a different way and help other people and that's when I see a little shift take place where then it's it's in alignment with 
their Christian values, where if you're um, having like walking in the values of Christ for them, then that that when they see like, oh, that that actually embodies what I live by, then I see that slight shift. So I, I don't force it or ask for it or I just let things happen. That's been my, um, that's the secret sauce. <laughs> just let it happen. Don't force anything. And if someone doesn't see the view or vision that it, it wasn't really meant for them anyways. And that's just how life goes. So I just let it, I just let it happen. Yeah. Because the world's full of different views and different perspectives and perceptions of the same thing. So yeah. I don't know, do we need to be running around changing people's minds or just listening and presenting information and letting everybody do their thing? I That sounds so beautiful, right? <laughs> um, a friend of mine yesterday, we were talking and um, he's actually my um, music video director and uh, part of his name, there's third eye in his name. So obviously that's for your um, all seeing eye, right? So um, he said, imagine what the world would be like if everybody was living in their purpose. Like imagine what that would look like. And I was like, wow, like so true. And I think a part of that purpose is allowing people to um, get there. Like, can a person just get there? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear that. So, but you work mostly with spirit guides is from what I understand. And that's how you do your work. Now it's, it's not necessarily predictions when, when someone has a session with you, it seems to be guidance. Yes. Alignment. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So I, I let people know um, it's not psychic entertainment. It's, it's a very, um, I don't know what other word to use other than sacred. It's very, it's very special. It's a, it's a life walk it's a it's my it's just who I am and so I just have those senses that everybody has those senses but I've been able to quiet my mind long enough to let my senses um develop so it's like anything else that you exercise you're just you know you work that muscle so I'm I'm hearing their ancestors um some people feel comfortable to call it their guardian angels um other people prefer to call it their guides you know everyone has what they feel like calling you know but it's a it's a mix of both or some people say the masters of the spirit realm like it depends on what whatever a person's comfortable with that's fine but it's all in that same category so I just hear, you know, what they would want me to hear to tell that person. Um, so it's not me. I'm just the tool, if that makes sense. I'm mm -hmm. 
the conduit, if that makes yeah. if that makes sense. I use that word a lot, conduit. So I think that's the perfect oh, word okay. to describe it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I hear uh sometimes I'll hear that person's not ready for that, or I'll hear that's not relevant to this part in their journey. They've got to complete this first. And then once that's completed, then we'll go ahead and do the next steps. Like I, I can hear, you know, I can hear certain things. Um, it's interesting. It's very, it's very interesting. So what, what I hear, um, and then the, then, you know, I I like to call them my clients. I just say like the collective because we're all part, like interconnected with each other. You know, we're a collective. So um, whomever I'm speaking with at that time, I will let them know why. And a lot of times it will be a specific message that when I say, well, this is what, this is what happened at this time, but you know, they were obviously, they're always with you. So they're telling me this. And they'll be like, whoa, you know, like, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, I'm just transferring the message. I don't really know that. They are just telling me that they know that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So someone can experience uh, quite a few validations for the information or the what you're offering people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, I still, it's like, because I, to me, like a lot of people have been doing, but not, I don't want to say a lot of people, but those who take their gift um, very seriously and they honor others with it and honor themselves, they may have been doing it maybe 20, 30 years. I have not. I, it's, it's always been there, but due to the fear of not wanting to disappoint um certain family members who are very religious and think that that's associated with all kinds of like foolishness <laughs> that's the best word I can say it's just kind of foolishness um I had not paid attention to the ability I had um and to be honest with you a lot of things were not going smoothly in my life things were going things were progressing but there's so many bumps in the road and as soon as i just said okay i was like okay source you know universe i i will just uh i surrender is probably the best word i just surrendered to the gift and i just figured okay obviously and i was doing it for for free like just to friends just they would just, you know, naturally, whenever in a very serious issue or a dark place, they'd naturally call me, you know, three in the morning, one a.m., like six a.m., like whatever. And then I would just be talking with them, not realizing what was happening, like that I'm giving messages. And then when I, when I realized, like, that's not there's then when I realized I started saying things that they didn't tell me and that there's no way I would know that's when I realized like oh my gosh wait a minute what's going on and then sometimes um you know I'll get 
Um, some people say they get goosebumps. I, I get like a, a warm, it feels warm and safe. It feels very loving, like very uplifting and, and um, it's like a really steady calm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, that's what I feel. That's what I know. Okay, they're present. Like, who you know, my 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 guides and my ancestors are securing me through the process of the giving the myth, the message. So I don't want to say channeling because channeling is a whole other thing. Like that, that's a whole people that do that. Whoa, like Abraham Hicks and all of those others that do the channelings, like. That's another thing. <laughs> so um, when I started accepting that, okay, and I surrendered to it, things in my life started to move smoother. And I was like, wow. And I really feel like that was me seeing karma, good karma. And I want to say, I don't know if it's called Kriya, the one within. I don't know if that's the right word, but that's when I started seeing it. I was like, wow, okay, so this is what I'm supposed to do. And then I started incorporating things in my music. That's a whole other thing too, because I was holding back what I really wanted to say. And I noticed like when I stopped doing that, I only have two songs circulating, like I took down a bunch of others, but, I, but the ones that I have circulating, I didn't, hold back for that particular message of that song and then the other songs that I haven't released yet where I have not held back the, the reaction that I get when someone hears it I'm like oh this is it's so different so I literally see it in front of me so I still get nervous I still I still don't like to talk about it with you know, certain groups of people who have the fear, um, but it's just doing too much good. Like, I just see too many, you know what I mean? It's yes. just like, how can you deny this? So many good things are happening. Right. You know? Yeah. I think it's, uh, and I've said this often, um, it's that contrast that we're supposed to be here to try to get through and deal with. So that's the, the bit of turbulence we have to cope with, um, with your path that you're on, trying to be who you truly are and help others with your abilities. Mm -hmm. And then we just have to trudge through the mud a little bit to get there. And that's just all part of it. Yeah, yeah, you're, oh, yeah. That's a good way to, to, to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham Hicks has this thing that when I listen to her talks, she'll say, she'll say, we love you very much. <laughs> well, the, I guess the collective that she channels from Esther Hicks um, channels in Abraham and she'll say, we love you very much, but you know, you guys like to, you human beings like to muddy up the waters or make the waters mucky. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's a part of the excitement of being alive or what it is. I don't know what, what why we do that, but yeah. It's like the plot in the movie without having the ups and downs. Some people say, well, there wouldn't be a movie without these things. And I right. think, well, it's not. So that brings up a really interesting conversation now. So how does music and spirituality from your perspective, how do these two things connect? You did touch on it just now about how your songs affect other people, but can you elaborate more on that? Oh, uh, yes. Um, I feel like number one, the vibration of music it's so instant like you turn on a piece of music and instantly you know that vibration is going to your cells it's it's a frequency and you're interacting with it so i know that my music has has changed um since i started because i i when i was a little girl i played the piano by ear um and then i got put into piano classes and so um I just feel like if I wasn't practicing um this way of life I guess in connecting to spirit the things that I would have always wanted to say I wouldn't have the courage and so the same way like you and I may hear like a piece of music in someone's heart is like all over that music and be, be, be touched by that. And sometimes it's not even the lyrics, it's like the nuance of the voice or, uh, I don't know, I guess we could pick any, any artist out there from Billie Holiday to, I don't know, Michael Jackson. Um, the nuance of their voice, just the, the way that they, the way they hum or do an ad lib or harmony, I feel like, I just feel like, wow. I feel like there's something, it's the words in, it's the, it's the words you don't hear in between the words, if I'm saying that correctly. Absolutely, yes. Okay, yeah. So I know that if I wasn't connected to spirit, there's no way I would have been able to, there's just no way I would be able to be writing the way I write right now. There's just, it's just, it wouldn't happen. I know it. Like the way I write today, if I hear a piece of music and the song just comes to me like bang, 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 boom, boom, boom. It just, it just comes to me. But before it, it would come to me, but it would be quite, it would be so much effort. It would be, it was there, but I would really have to work at it. And, and that's because I wasn't, I wasn't flowing because it's, it's almost like people, some people ask like, well, how does meditation change, you know, my banking situation? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's books on that, <laughs> you know, there's volumes of books on that, but the simplest answer that I understand is Money's energy, you know, you're, if you're writing a book, that's energy. If you're baking a cake, 
what do the people always say? Like, oh, I baked it with love, you know? And for the most part, when you taste it, you're like, wow, you really did. It's amazing, you know? So I feel like the practices are what helped me to make my music more, I don't know if revealing is the word, but just more connecting, more grounded, open, real. That's, that's how I feel like it helps me. Um, and also I've learned through uh, doing my healing sessions or there's sacred, sacred empowerment sessions really because everyone is becoming more empowered after they leave uh, a session with me. And I learn from that. And what I learn is that everybody seems to have the same, uh, not exact same, the problems don't show up in the exact same way, but they have the same, um, issue i want to say where it's like they want to be understood and they want to be validated for their life experience and they want to manifest their dreams like no matter what that may be they're very they vary from person to person but i realized like wow we have so much in common way more in common than we do um differences like for sure, for sure, for sure. Like from the corporate guy to, you know, the teacher or, you know, the camera operator or the doctor, it's really like, it's always, it comes back down to, um, you know, mother and father upbringing or guardian upbringing or whatever, childhood. And then it goes right up to where they are in their present, present day of I'm here in this moment, I wanna be who I am, but I have all of these other things pulling me in a different direction, but that's not who I am, that whole thing. So that, that too has made me more brave to be, more open with my music because I I really haven't even begun to scratch the surface with my with my experience and putting my experience in my in my music. I think it's just necessary for self uh, actualization, I guess. You know. I don't know. How do you how do you find? Because you're interviewing people, Tanya. So how do you find? You know, because I and I know you know like so, so many different unique people, which I think that's so cool. You know, so how do you find when other people, you know, when you're speaking with other people, the commonalities, the differences or similarities with everyone, like the common thread? I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think. All the people I interview definitely are seeking the same thing, the meaning of life and the meaning of what we are. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've had a, a wide variety of, of individuals with different backgrounds. Some, you know, work 
jobs that are out of the field and some are experts in their field. Um, and some are, I've had musicians as well. Um, but there's, there's always that element of the spiritual element, or at least that curiosity about consciousness. And so really, I mean, at a really fundamental level, we all want the same thing, at least the group that I connect with about understanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And to be understood, do you, do you find that? Well, from that social aspect about interviewing people, absolutely. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to talk to someone who is uh, closed off or who doesn't appear interested, you know, so immediately, you know, that rapport is really critical in the, in that short time that you're going to be together, mm -hmm. especially about such a deep conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is deep. I will say that for sure. It's very deep. Uh, it can get it can get deep. There's um, there's levels <laughs> levels and layers. <laughs> and I want to explore them all. By the way, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I reference. Uh, you'll hear me reference Abraham Hicks a few times just because um, she's one of my staples that I listen to. Um, I listen to different people: Queen Afua, um, Ayanna Van Zandt, Deepak Chopra. All the greats. Um, yeah, Joe Dispenza, Wayne Dyer, Lisa Nichols, like a lot of people. Oh, Michael Bernard Beckwith. He's super cool. Yes. That guy's got some energy, man. Like he's <laughs> he's enthusiastic. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, he's very enthusiastic, which is cool to see. Um I've heard Abraham Hicks say that her husband who transitioned um a while back, he Ha always had questions his questions were never ending like he just always had well, how does this work how does that work like so that's when you say that you want to go through all the layers that was the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> like you know like wow really I was like where where does that come from like so yeah let, where does that come from with you like how you have all these questions how did that start <laughs> Did the mic just get flipped or what? <laughs> um, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, and I think I shared with you a while back, um, it, was, it was my own, it was the Qigong that really cracked everything open. And then I just had intense experiences um, that I think they were always a bit there, but I've, I pushed them down and I was busy with, uh, with life, with everyday life and um, circumstances that I just couldn't really pay attention to them or nurture them. And then everything just cracked open in the last few years. And, and then the show just became, a, I guess, a natural progression about what do I do with all this? Wow. That's amazing. And conversations are important, right? I mean, yeah, I think that's the best way to start. So here's a time in life uh, in, in our human history where we're, you know, everybody has access to podcasting and connecting online and having these conversations. So, you know, why not add one more? Yes, I agree. I, I want, they have, there's podcasts on everything. Yeah. Like, so like cooking, makeup. 
you know, mechanics. Like yep. every, like human beings are kind of, uh, sometimes I feel like as a human collective, we don't give ourselves enough credit for kind of like how cool we are because we're so focused on like, of course, very important things such as like poverty and, you know, curing world hunger or, you know, or abolishing world hunger or, you know, the ozone layer, climate change. Like, oh, yes, these things, these things are important. I just sometimes feel like we kind of don't stop to kind of look and be like, wow, like there's an electric car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or whatever. There's, there's actually been cures for diseases that I probably don't even know, but we don't talk about it. Right. We just go on and like, all right, so that's done. What's, what's the next problem I can, (laughs) you know, tackle or obsess over? Yeah, no, and and you're speaking definitely from your background with uh, with herbal medicine. Um, how did you get into herbal medicine, and, and what's what kind of area do you focus on? Ah, uh, so that I want to say is is definitely my my upbringing, my my mom and dad for sure. Um. For example, like if I, when I go back to Jamaica for a visit, my dad always says, my gosh, like, he'll be like, okay, I'm going to give you the name of this person. They're going to bring, you know, bring this item to you. And it's so cool. Like when it happens, like I, the part, you know, and I talk to the person, they're like, they're deeply into like this like what the herbal tonic is what it's for they want to tell me like i don't know if that's just like serendipitous or what it is but um i'm just giving like you know an example of like my how i started so it was always that was just always there it was just always there was always a natural remedy since i was a little girl having herbal teas to cleanse your um bowels like to cleanse your intestines like just to always and you know or another tea for a headache or another herb for a fever you know or upset stomach like you name it it's there and so that's how that started and I just I've always known it to work and be good um so I just love that so much so yeah so my dad I'll say like he's always he's always drinking some herbal tonic remedy for whatever he's super healthy like a young guy (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like oh my gosh like he's still i don't know how that guy does it like i really don't know like (laughs) but i guess you know being in tune like you know being in tune um if i've i believe that when you make the effort to improve the, your internal self then the manifestation is just it's in, it's inevitable that your life will change mm-hmm. you know and be better and your physical body will function better so um and my mother has always to this day she'll think a few weeks ago she just called me and she was like I have 
herbs that came straight from Jamaica that was grown in the sun, in the soil. Come and pick it up. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just, uh, I'm, I'm very, I will say I'm very fortunate that for me, it was natural. It was just something that I had um, the natural uh, fortunate experience to see and then to see its impact on myself and others. So it just was always there. Um, and that's what led me to um, homeopathy, which is something that like, that's a dream like of mine that I still, I still want to be, have my homeopathic license. You can, you, I get in Canada, you can't say homeopathic doctor, but in other countries, that's what it's called. And I wanted to say shout out to Joyce Edge, by the way, who is this like amazing, she's the president of the Canadian College of Homeopathic Medicine. And she is the most delightful person and encouraging person. Um, and just understands that students, many students have a passion for natural healing and by way of homeopathy. Uh, to learn it and practice it. So she understands. And it's the, that comes back to like the money being energy, the financial aspect with that. So some students are able to, they're just, they have a flow with the money. For me, it didn't happen. So I'm still, it's still one of my dreams um, to, to do that. That's what I was going to say. It was just like, shout out to her because she has always encouraged me to never give up on getting that license and you offer a tea you created a tea right that you offer on your website oh yes oh my gosh <laughs> yes tell me about I... it <laughs> <laughs> it is seven herbs that uh i'm not going to even try to mispronounce <laughs> and each herb has a uh I mean, I guess I would call it, I would call it a gourmet tea. And the reason I would do that is just because um, it has those seven different herbs in the one tea bag, but they all do different things for your upper respiratory, your, um, your lungs and your immune system. So Initially, I was going to do a weight loss tea, you know, da, 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 da. <laughs> of course, because everyone, who are you if you don't have a weight loss tea, right? They're <laughs> so popular, right? But um, I was going to do that because I have my own personal um, tea blend that I do to maintain and manage my eating habits and to rid of my sugar cravings and that sort of thing. Uh, and then prior to um, the world shifting with this whole health issue, um, like right, not prior to, but right when it was happening, I just thought, well, you know, everyone's, everyone's so fearful at that time um, and unsure and have, they have a lot of questions and they just want to protect themselves. So I thought, you know what? what would be better than to start, instead of starting off with the initial 
uh, tea that I was going to do that pe people would actually stop and ask me like, oh, the last time I saw you, like you, you know, you, from the last time I saw you to now, you've dropped weight. Um, and I noticed you're still keeping it off. Like, what are you doing? And uh, when I told them, they would be like, oh my gosh, can you make, can you make me one? Can you make one for me too? And so um, that was the reason why I said, oh my gosh, I should, I should offer this because a lot of like, I would say over 20 people would just stop me and be like, what, you know, or they'll say, we'll say things like, you know, what, why, how did you do this for your skin or how did, and really it's because I take care of the inside of my body first mm -hmm. all the time. So, um, but because of that, the major shift with our globe, with that, with health, I just thought, well, what would be better than to offer the collective um, immune boosting tea? So it clears your, if you've got like heat, you know, if you've got a really high, te high temperature in your lungs, it's an expectorant. So if you've got mucus buildup, um, anti-inflammatory anti properties um, in the herbs. And, and I've noticed, the, this is the major feedback that I get from people that take it. They tell me if they're feeling, because it's a preventative tea. Um, that's what I, I think I can legally say. <laughs> it's a preventative uh, situation. <laughs> yes. But I have had people say, I feel like I'm coming down with a cold, you know, um, can you drop off that tea to me? And then because they say like when they took it before and they were feeling uh, sick, that they felt much, much better. Of course, they still take their allopathic medicine. Of course, um, I personally, for me, and I know some people will be like, oh my gosh, don't say that. But personally, for me, I feel like if you're in pain, take medicine. Like there's no reason to put your body through shock unnecessarily or whatever. Right. Why do that? Like it's there, it's created, we created it, human beings for a reason. But also get to the underlying root issue so it doesn't happen again and again and again. Yep. So I feel like it's, I feel like it was meant to be a harmonious thing. Like the natural medicines, the homeopathic medicines, you know, Chinese um, herbal medicine. Um, I feel like, and then allopath, allopathy. There's this saying in the, maybe you've heard this too. Um, if you grew up religious um, in a religious household, what what one man uses for evil, God uses for good. I haven't heard that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so I'm uh, growing up. I would hear that a lot. Like, you know, well, one man's intention for to do bad, they'll try and try and try and try and try, but all these good things happen because of it, and that people say, well, that's the power of our universe and the creator and all those, you know, beautiful energies in the non-physical working, you know, for our benefit. So I sort of feel like, yes, I know the people are very like, no, down with big pharma, down with them. And I'm just sort of like, I mean, you push against that something hard enough and it's just going to get stronger. 
and look, like it's they're massive. <laughs> like it's so, undeniable. So not pushing against, find like find yeah. a different way or take a different approach than pushing exactly. against. Mm-hmm. Yes, just focus on what you focus on what you do want, mm-hmm. and so and the and one of this I'm still learning this too. Um, one of the things that I find works really well is to find something when you're in an emotional place of being able to do it. So not being angry or disappointed or sad about whatever the issue is and just say, well, you know what? I might not like when big pharma does this just for the sake of the argument, sake of argument, argument sake. Um, but to say like, you know what? I do take Tylenol when I have a headache and you know what? I'll be like, it works. And I'm grateful for that. And then move on, you know, move, move your, move your focus to what you do really love, what makes your heart sing, Um, whether it be a cup of coffee or herbal medicine, if you're passionate about that. Um, I just don't, the, the, the fire with fire situation, it just doesn't work like so yeah so it just sounds like that's another example of us complicating things yeah yes (laughs) yeah like it's just uh it's i don't want to fight against like for what your our innate power is allowing that's stronger than anything because you lose if you've ever been in a fight, whether it be a shouting match or even a debate, after a while it gets exhausting. Mm-hmm. You get tired. So it really doesn't have uh, I mean, I guess the purpose is that it opens your mind more to what you want, what you want to see, what you want to create. So it, de- it definitely has a value. Right. But on a longer term, on a long longevity, it's it just takes the wind out of your sails. Sure does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In my opinion. I mean that's what I feel like. I feel like uh, I don't wanna I'm not gonna do that. And I was, and you know what, too, on that same kind of in that same vein, I had to say to a friend of mine who was just super adamant on all kinds of all kinds of issues like the vaccine issue and the history of like humanity and like all of these issues like and I just I basically had to say like super cool guy like he's a producer um and he works he works for Sony and you know so he has his um he has like his journey who he is and what he stands on and what is I guess success and whatever which is cool but he's a cool person and I literally had to be like dude I'm not arguing with my friend what am I arguing with you about a bunch of stuff I do not know those folks and you and I are going to sit down an argument about that I was like heck no (laughs) and he was like he was taken back. He was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, like, come on. Like, okay, you feel like this, that, or the third, and that's good. And that works for you. And that's, you know, 
that's okay. But everyone is not going to agree. And you've got to just accept that. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. So that tea sounds really awesome. Thank you for sharing the information about it. And so the website, tell me the, tell me the website where people can get the tea as well as your services. My website is onisvitality.com. So it's O-N-I-S-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y.com. And the T is on the front page. And if you are looking to either clear any, any trauma, be self-empowered, sacred healing, sacred seeing, you're going through all kinds of issues, doesn't matter, um, then you would click on be empowered. And then that will list um, my email, which is really simple. My email is onisvitality at gmail.com and you can book uh, with me through that. Um, and I also, uh, on the corporate side, because of diversity, equity, and inclusion and all of the things going on with the protesting last year, um, and people wanting to feel counted. People from all different backgrounds want to feel like they matter in the workplace. Um, I also work with uh, management teams just to sort of who don't really know how to navigate this new world where you've got to be careful what you say. You know, you can't, you know, say facts. You can't say this, that, or the third. You have to know how to be aware and so I also work with um, on that side of things so that people can have um, a harmonious work environment so they can get if you have a toxic work environment I work with people to get rid of that and leave them with tools so that they know how to fix it how to rectify it on their own um, without you know without whatever lawsuits or just without people, so people can come in and be productive, you know, they can increase their productivity. And also people just, I feel like too, people just wanna feel like what they're, the work they're doing matters. It's not so much the numbers all the time for the people doing the work. Sometimes they just want, you know, their supervisor or their management or upper management to make them, not make them feel, but acknowledge their existence and what they do, you know, yeah. uh, which is interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll share a story. Um, yesterday I was uh, calling to make a bill payment for my internet service. And every time I call this uh, internet service, they are so nice. Like, I have never, ever, I've been with them now for, I don't know, since like 2019. And I have never once had an issue with anyone I've spoken to on the phone. They've always been warm and pleasant. And I mentioned it to the lady that I was speaking with. And I said, you know what, by the way, I don't know what you, what's going on over there like, at the company, but you guys are awesome. Like you're very pleasant. You guys are so super cool. You guys are like macho. And 
she was like, thank you. And then she broke out with like, basically telling me how they're treated. So she described and she said it, she was like, you know, she specifically said to me, our management team is not breathing down our necks. They trust us. They give us our space to do our work and, you know, be productive. And the company, she said like the upper management, we get a lot of incentives. Um, it pays a little better than most companies. Like, you know, and she said, no, the environment is so supportive. And I thought, well, there you have it. Like, the new wow. world. Yep, that's the new world. Yep. You said it, yeah, the new world. <clears throat> the new world. That's amazing. I love those stories. I love hearing all of that because it just, it brings that hope back in, right? after all the chaos and the upheaval that we witness a little too much lately. I mean, yeah. it just reminds me that we're on an upswing. Things are going to get better. Things have already gotten better to a degree. And yeah. it's just in how we're relating to each other. I think that's like a big lesson that's going on here. It's how we're relating to each other because now, now's the time. Now we're being tested. Yes. Yeah. So many people I find uh, are saying that, like they're saying that things are getting better. It's just, you have to open your eyes to see it and that there is a element of where things are being tested, you know, that that's yeah. happening on all different fronts. I really agree with that. Yeah. Sophia, this has been amazing to have you on. I love your story. I love the work that you do. And I, love your soul you are just amazing oh, human thank you oh my gosh I wasn't expecting to hear that oh my god yeah thank you you're super I, genuine I, oh I appreciate you like I really do thank you very much I really appreciate being here I am so I'm just so I have to like and for all you listeners I'm just so proud of Tanya I'm, pr I'm proud of you I just feel like this is so cool I don't, and I have like this feeling like it's just I don't know where your podcast is gonna go but I just feel like it is necessary in the collective and I feel like it's going to be a standout I just feel I just I don't know you know I've, I I enjoy a good podcast but I find like it would be I, I feel like this was kind of missing in the space of podcasts like more meaningful conversations thanks so much thank you you're welcome I'm, I'm grateful to have had this um, talk with you and thank you for having me on thanks for listening to life continuing a special thanks to Sophia Oni you can find her music and her offerings at onisvitality.com the advisor to the show is Amanda Capito. The music for this podcast was composed by Richard Farron. I'm your host, Tanya Berg. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and follow on Instagram at Life Continuing Podcast. And check out the new Dreamtime Wisdom YouTube channel with Catherine Lundeen, where we discuss all aspects of dreaming and interview guests. 
and be sure to join me next time where we'll continue this conversation about life continuing.